and welcome back to Blades Pod. My name is Ben. I have Andrew joining me. This is part two of our season review of the 2016-17 season, Chris Wilder's first season as Sheffield United manager. So if you're not listening to part one, then I very much recommend you go back and do it. Although maybe you just want to listen to uh, the running and, and skip the yeah. skip the first part of the season, but you should go back and listen to it because it is very good. Um, although as it happens, mate, I did realise that I've. Uh, well, I, I, I split it at this point with a sort of logical reason in mind, but it does also happen that we don't lose again for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that actually. Yeah, um, if you, yeah, we don't lose again now, do we? So it's, it's all it's all plain sailing from here. <laughs> it's an undefeated podcast, this one. So if, um, you're, if you're into the, if you're in like a lot, if you're into misery, then you probably shouldn't bother listening to this one. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. This is going to be all happy go lucky. Um, right, let's just a little bit of context then. So. The last episode ended with um, United being beaten Wimbledon 4-0 at home, which overcame uh, what turned out to be the last defeat of the season, but was certainly a little bit of a rocky patch with the the Walsall defeat, the Gillingham draw, and then losing at home to Fleetwood as well. Um, but then the Wimbledon win kind of made it feel a bit like, okay, you know, hopefully we're over that. But yeah. this next game, the first one we're going to talk about, was a massive game. I don't know if you remember... Like th- this really felt like this is going to be a challenge. Peterborough away, who yeah. I think they were in the playoffs at that point, or certainly like on the cusp of the playoffs. Yeah, they're always they're always been decently one side. I felt when we've been in this division. Uh, to be fair, uh, mm. Peterborough they've always they were always like sort of a challenger, weren't they? I remember like the season we uh, finished seventh under Clough. I think they finished sixth that season. You know, Clough's first season. They're mm. always like in in there or around there, weren't they? To be fair. Yeah, and they always seem to give us a bit of a tough game as well. One, I remember winning at Bramall Lane several times during this period, and uh, yeah, yeah, a, a lot of uh, frustrating games at Peterborough as well. So yeah, this was um, this was a tough game uh, and, and a true sort of mark of our like promotion credentials, if you like. Um, and as it turns out, it was one of my probably favourite away days of all time. I think in the end, uh, have you ever been to Peterborough? As a, a waitress. I've never been now. It's, um, it's, it's, uh, I don't know why I've never been actually. No, I've never been, never been to Peterborough. Yeah, I mean, uh, as it happens, I don't know that we'll be going there for a little while now. Hope, no, no. Ho- hopefully, no. I suppose. It's one of these things, a bit like Charlton as well. It's like, and Fulham, like, I really want to go there again, but actually, it's probably in our interest that we don't play them again for a yeah, while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, for Jay's sake, uh, uh, it'd be good if Peterborough came up to the Premier League, wouldn't it? But... Of course, yeah. Forgot yeah. all about that. Yeah, um, yeah. Peterborough is a good away trip. Um, lots of good places to drink. Uh, I spent much of uh, much of pre-match drinking on a barge, which was very nice. Just, uh, yeah. just I've out. heard this is one of the classic away days of the season. To be fair, I, I was listening at home. Um, been working that morning. I was listening with my earphones. I always remember it. And then it looked like we weren't going to win, didn't it? Because obviously we're fairly late on goal. Yeah, I think we were from from memory. We it was a close game, but we were the better team. Oh. Um, and then heading into the eighty seventh minute, our two January signings combine. O'Shea swings in a fantastic ball to the back stick. Uh, James Hansen's there, heads it across, and of course Sharp's on the line to knock it in in front of the United fans in the eighty seventh minute. Yeah. And yeah, the, absolutely, everyone went insane after that. It was. One of the maddest goal celebrations I've seen. You know, people... I think this was the one where people started thinking this is this is going to happen. You know, obviously there's been a, there's a lot of these coming up as well where people think this is going to happen. But I think this is the first time realistically, or probably all season, where you think these sort of away wins, one 0 last couple of minutes, they're the promotion seasons, aren't they? Yeah, and that is exactly why I wanted to 
split the pod so that this started the next episode yeah. because I I a hundred percent came out of this game being like we are definitely going up this season, which mm-hmm. you know in retrospect doesn't look like a bold claim because we were obviously near the top of the league. Yeah, in fact, yeah. we were top of the league. We were top, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't the distance that we ended up finishing top, obviously. But exactly, and you know those those that little run of three dodgy games as well. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't like we are definitely the best team in the league. But at this point, I was like, this team has got something about it. You know, we've we've added we've added a few pieces that just give us something a little bit different and. You know, give us give us an extra contribution if you like. And yeah, as I say, everyone sort of piling onto the pitch after the goal is scored is amazing. Yeah. My only regret is there's no there's no like Shoreham View or Travelling Blade of that game. There's is there not? I yeah, I never realised that. No, the Shoreham View going at that point, wasn't it? So yeah, the oh, actually, sorry, no, there is, but they miss the goal. Um, ah, is that it? Yeah, right, I, yeah, I think he like drops his phone or something, but. That's um, a so, common theme, sure, of you, isn't it? Off his phone. Yeah, um, but they, uh, I think they borrowed footage from um, the S2 forum owners mm. who, who had captured it, which is is great footage. But yeah, yeah, it's just I, I love just seeing everybody's face as it kind of pans around, and uh, yeah, people are are losing their mind, and especially with um, with Sharp getting the goal as well. So yeah, that was uh, that was an amazing away day, and really, I definitely came out of that being like, this is. This is our season for sure. Um, I mean, we were going into this is a part of a tough run, to be fair, wasn't it? If you look mm, at these next yeah. four, possibly five games, um, we went to Bristol Rovers uh, a few days later. Got the second draw. best home uh, uh, record in the division, Bristol Rovers, at this point. Yeah, I don't think they'd lost at home like for months, had this. Yeah, like. and we changed a lot of team around. We dropped. Well, rested Billy Sharp because obviously we had Scunthorpe on the Saturday. Mm. This was a Tuesday night game and it just coming off the Peterborough game. So we made a few changes. Joe Shea started and Joe Riley played and stuff like that. Wow. And we drew a 0-0, which I thought were a decent result. And looking at the S2 form at this time, there was so much criticism. I, I were amazed, honestly. And again, I said this in the previous pod that it's probably fear more than... Mm. You know, more than anger or anything like that. It's like, oh my god, we haven't won a game. This is, but it's a good result, nil nil away at Bristol Rovers. You know, it's not a bad result at all. Yeah, no, I um, in part of my scrolling through my old text to my dad, I did have a, I said something like, um, quite happy with that. And so, you know, that's one game closer to the end of the season, if you like. I think Scunthorpe mm. didn't win this night. I think Bolton may have got like a last minute winner or something. Yeah, I think um, Bolton won. And I think that's where the, uh, the the sort of worry or criticism came from. There's a lot of people saying we shouldn't have changed the team and all this sort of stuff. You shouldn't be dropping Billy Sharp and blah, blah, blah. And I understand it, but it's a good result for me. Mm. It is a very weakened team, actually, like when you look, when you look at it that way. It's yeah. uh, Lavery and Doan up front. Uh, O'Shea, you know, it was kind of in, in the team, I suppose. But, you know, that... That bumped Duffy to the bench. Uh, who else we got? Yeah, Riley, as you mentioned. So no Kieran yeah. Freeman, no Ebanks Landell at this point. Although he was. Is this where Jake Wright does an amazing clearance, or am I misremembering that? I personally can't remember that, so you may be right, or you may yeah, be wrong. I don't know why I've got this in my head that he made a really good clearance in this game, but anyway. Yeah, so that was yeah a good point. I was I was happy with that one, and then we moved on to Scunthorpe, who, as you say, was a a really really big game. Um, These were with the third, weren't they, Scunthorpe at this point? Yeah, uh, I seem to remember as being by far the better team in the first oh, half. We're all over. I got um, my mate won uh, tickets for this to sit in the executive boxes hmm. in some raffle charity raffle thing. We were bang behind Wilder. I realised a couple of things. Quite interesting actually. That uh, all the way through the game, Alan Nilry in a packet of Rari bows. <laughs> 
Uh, and he were offering to the fourth official, which I'm not sure is allowed. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, bribing uh, the fourth official. There were one bit where we should have had a pen and my mate shot a penalty and Wilder turned around to him and winked. He goes, where weren't it, mate? So that was quite good. And then uh, after we met a couple of players in the in the lounge after Kieran Freeman and uh, James Hansen, and my mate, uh, my mate was talking to Keelan Lavery, not realising that James Hansen were back next to him. And he was saying, I don't know why you've been dropped for that, James Hansen, to be honest. <laughs> James Hansen back next to him, just like looking with his head down. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to toilet. <laughs> Oh no! It was interesting talking to Lavery at this stage, actually, because we were saying, because we were saying, like, you know, if we go up next season, like, obviously he just come from Wednesday in the championship. I said, do you think we'd be all right next year? Because, oh, um, yeah, undoubtedly. And he said, like, that midfield you've got, like, we've got, is uh, is as good as anything like that I've seen. And we were thinking, I oh, he's just, you know, buttering his up a little bit here, trying to, you know, play the play the positive card. But he ended up being completely right. He said he were amazed at, you know, Fleck, Duffy and Coots as the three were playing in League One and he, he were completely spot on, weren't he? Maybe he's got a, a career as a talent scout later on there. Yeah, possibly, yeah. But yeah. yeah, he was saying that he thought we'd be absolutely fine next year uh, in the Championship and obviously proved to be right. Yeah, nailed it. Um, somehow was nil-nil at half-time in the Scunthorpe game. Uh, second half kicks off and they basically score immediately with from what I remember it was pretty much their first attack and yeah it was yeah yeah all the Scunthorpe fans are going mad it's like oh, you're having a laugh like, it, it, again not in a a little bit like I said on the last podcast it wasn't like a, oh I can't believe United have done this it was more like are you being serious like we've absolutely battered this team and somehow they scored with their only attack yeah um, but we did go straight down the other end and Sharp smashed in an equaliser yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, there's a great photo taken from this game. Uh, I think it's by When Saturday Comes, the magazine. It's like um, it's like from the steps looking down as you go down towards the front of the cop from um, from the south stand. And obviously, okay. it's just after half time when both goals are scored. So, yeah, that's so right. Pe- yeah. So people are still coming back. So it was quite a big crowd as well. I think it's like twenty eight thousand. Um, so people are still coming back from the toilets and you know the uh, food and stuff like that. And uh, you've just got Sharp running towards this corner and you can see like three sides of Bramall Lane, you know, all on its feet. And then all these yeah. people on the stairs like celebrating as well. It's I've not seen good... this actually, no, I've not, not seen oh, it, no. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll see if I can find it and, uh, and send yeah. it afterwards. But, yeah, it's... yeah, love it in the links or something after the, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is a really good photo. Um, they went down to, this was an eventful four minutes to kick off this. <laughs> second off. Yeah. Uh, Toffolo got sent off for a second yellow, two minutes after Sharp's goal. So we... We played essentially forty plus minutes um, against ten men, but could yeah, not get a yeah, winner. Yeah. And I think it, we had of... loads of chances. I mean, Joe Shea at the post at the end. Uh, they hit the post as well, actually. But did they? Wow, I forgot that. Yeah, uh, their manager were ridiculous after this match. He said uh, we were miles better second half, and the point was the least we deserved. Uh, they, they got hammered. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so the... much better than them. Who was the Scunthorpe manager? I can't remember. Uh, was it Graham Alexander? Oh, that does sound familiar, actually. Yeah, it was Graham Alexander. Uh, um, I've just wrote that down. I didn't actually look at the manager. Yeah, I think it was Graham Alexander. It will have been, yeah. But we had 19 shots to their six. They had one shot on target, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, although, another game against a uh, you know a top team that we somehow managed not to win, unfortunately. And then we had the, the other top team come into the lane a week later... Big game. This, this was the biggest of the season in terms of at this point. In terms of you know, they, they were the top two. Yeah, a bit of needle, I think, with Bolton, weren't they? Uh, throughout the season, just because obviously we were the top two, they were saying, 
that they were better than us and you know we said that I remember saying that Bolton played space football uh, because the ball were in the air that much they never had to touch the ground and stuff like that but uh, yeah I like that. Um, yeah, this I was I was confident going into this game. Were you, or was it a bit like? A, a yes and no. Yeah, yeah, I was. I thought I, I did really, really think we were a miles better team than realistically. I really did think that. But obviously, it's a big game, and and the thing with Bolton and they beat us the year after. Obviously, oh, mm. horrible team, aren't they? Oh, they were uh, under Parkinson, like just an absolutely horrible, horrible outfit to play. So I wouldn't have been that surprised if we'd have lost with a, you know, a. a a one nil defeat or something like that, where they just pack the defence with the big men and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and there was uh, there was very much that air of inevitability that uh, one Gary Medine would would do mm-hmm. the business for them in this game, uh, and then it came to light that he was not playing in this game after a a social media incident, shall we say? Where uh, I mean, I can't actually yeah. remember what this was, but. Wasn't it? Uh, he, he basically he was abusing Sharp on, uh, yeah, on a video. Yeah, well, seen Gary Medine out in a club. Surprise, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> and he recorded him saying, "What he goes? What do you think of Willie Sharp?" And he goes, "Oh, he's a fat little pig." Uh, and that obviously did the rounds. I don't know when he actually said it, but he did the rounds just before this game, basically. Yeah, um, and he was sent home, Medine. Uh, he was sent home from school or something. Weird. Like, yeah, so weird. He was coach and everything, weren't he? And obviously, yeah, it was, it was, it was the day of the game. Days. I don't know if he maybe he were too riled up. I don't know. He didn't. He didn't. I don't know. He didn't. When he came to United, he didn't strike me as a as a player who bottled something like that. If you know what I mean. He obviously played against us the year after. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was a, a managerial decision that we were like, we just don't. You know, we don't want you playing in this game because we. Yeah. I don't know. Strange, really. Yeah. But... It, was, it really, really strange. And I remember, like, obviously, Sharp getting to was sort of poetic justice, weren't it? Yeah. So uh, it's a good. Good moment when he when he sticks up, which is a great goal actually. His first goal on the counter attack. Good, uh, I think it's mm-hmm. Fleck plays a good through ball to him and he hits it in off yeah. the post and uh, runs off doing his uh, exaggerated belly celebration yeah. to uh, to the Bolton fans, which is great. Um, and yeah, obviously fat lad from Sheffield ringing round the, the lane after that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Carruthers wins as a penalty in the second half. Yeah. Uh, a nice bit of play, possible dive, or at least slightly exaggerated. Yeah, he, he made the most of it, didn't it? There were a bit in the second half, actually, for about 15, 20 minutes, I thought we were absolutely fantastic. We just made them look stupid. Mm. We were just passing it around them, like little one-twos here and there, and everything that we've come to expect now from this United side. We, we, was, you know, we were really on form on this, this game, I thought. They, they didn't do anything, did they, Bolton? It looked yeah. like a different part, really. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like to get too sort of high horsey about no. um, styles of football, but that was one way you just think like we have a sustainable way of playing in terms of you know we have skilled footballers who can control it and pass it and move and mm. all this and yeah your your style after, is also before effective. I forget this after you remember Channel Five had the rights didn't they I think at this point to Championship highlights mm. and after the uh, it weren't Colin Murray actually were after they were talking about who could survive and they were saying like Bolton will be fine Bolton will be absolutely fine. Can Sheffield United stay up, though? And you're like, we've just finished 18 points or whatever it were in, in front of them, and we're clearly miles better than them. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> that is bizarre. Um, we should talk about just some of the... the I mean, we, you know, we talked about the Coventry fan reaction yeah. online after, afterwards, but I think I think Bolton are a close second, to be honest. Very, very mardy Bolton fans, I've, I've discovered during my uh, trolls on their message board. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, ironically, they have two very good... Uh, and very balanced um, 
vloggers, don't they? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Stumpeg and um, uh, Thogden. Thogden, isn't it? Yeah, they're two of the best vloggers around. Stumpeg in particular, I really like uh, yeah. their, their videos. I've watched, I've watched uh, a lot yeah, of their videos that aren't, um, aren't United games, I just find them very yeah. entertaining. Very, very, very good. There's a guy on the Stumpeg videos, I don't know if you remember, I think it was, must have been the season after, where she were always really calm, saying, well, you know, it's been a bad start. And there were a guy behind her who was used to, what are you doing? Like, just screaming <laughs> behind her. It was like a good double act. I liked her. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, obviously you can't judge your fan base by what people say on a forum. And obviously the, the more negative quotes sort of stick out. But Bolton fans were absolutely convinced that they were the better team still after this. In, in, in fact, Phil Parkinson after the match said, Chris Wilder, the only reason we're above is because Chris Wilder was given an open checkbook. And then he said, we conned the ref all, all game as well. Yeah, the open checkbook thing is truly bizarre. It's like an open checkbook for a bank account with like 100 grand in it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you've got an open checkbook, but you can only spend <laughs> like 40 quid. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and then the Bolton fan came on our forum and said, um, I remember getting to a bit of a, an altercation, not a, not, a, not a nasty one, just a bit of banter, really. And uh, he was saying, like, I'd rather be in our position than yours. And that sort of stuck. And even now on the S2 forum and Bolton Lou, people will say, well, I'd rather be in Bolton's position. <laughs> it's, uh, it's because a great meme that one for sure yeah. um i didn't want to let this game go by without without mentioning ken anderson the bolton chairman if uh, one idiot is probably the best way to describe yeah. ken anderson yeah. yeah i like how you on the notes here you put a picture of him so i can, can see yeah. it's just such a weird picture um but it's the one that they used on their website whenever he did a club statement Still genius <laughs> oh, i don't know genius is probably going a bit far <laughs> yeah just Oh, just a con man, one of them. <laughs> yeah, but his, uh, so this was his programme notes, or his, his notes on their website from, uh, what was this, two days after this game. Yeah. Uh, and he says... Um, why did he do this? Does anyone know why he did this? No, this? I don't. He did, But he did it a lot. I mean, there was all this stuff about when Bolton went into administration um, last season or last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was just reading his statements with like, horrified fascination like what are you doing you can't just keep your mouth shut you idiot like you're making things worse for yourself like i understand sort of when they're going into administration has to make a statement but i don't know why he i mean he says it was taken in the program notes for their game i don't remember kevin mccabe having program notes or obviously the prince don't have program notes. i don't remember any of our chairman or anything having program notes week after week yeah and it, it wasn't just the fact he was doing it it was the sort of slightly outlandish stuff he was putting across yeah. but yeah specifically about this game he says uh I had a strange feeling about the Sheffield United game all last week, particularly when they asked us to return half of our allocated tickets. We made our disappointment known to them in no uncertain way, but they had no intention of changing their mind. So I think that was basically they didn't sell their tickets in time, so we asked for them back and sold them to home fans instead, yeah, if I remember rightly. How many were there? Hang on, let me just go quick. So, look at I've got it. It's uh, 27,100. Yeah, so we pretty much sold it out. You know, we, we weren't far off a sellout really there. So if Home I, allocation, yeah, it would have been. yeah. Um, yeah, he says, I was even angry when I saw the area we should have had behind the goal was half empty on Saturday. It's fairly obvious now. They didn't want too many of our supporters there cheering us on. Big bad yeah. Bolton fans, yeah. <laughs> sure that. Um, at the very last minute, we were deprived of Gary Medine by illness, apparently. Mm, yeah. Um, whilst it wasn't, whilst I don't like making excuses, I think up to the penalty, which was quite clearly a dive, we were still in the game. I'm not sure how John Fleck did not receive his marching orders when he poleaxed Tom Thorpe, <laughs> which effectively ended his game a short time after. And uh, yeah, oh, oh, just a final one. I really like this. So the first goal, whilst I think it was a well taken chance by Billy Sharp, how many times have we seen balls bounce out when they hit the post? I love that. That is such a good goal. <laughs> 
It could have hit the pole. Yeah, but it didn't. It went in. <laughs> it's like yeah. scoring a goal and saying, well, it could have gone wide. So, you know, we'll not, we'll not complain. <laughs> yeah, and he finishes off by saying, uh, although we lost, despite fielding an understrength team due to illness, suspensions and injuries, it's worth reminding ourselves we had beaten them twice already this season. So in terms of league points gained against each other, honours are even. As to who will be promoted, we shall wait until the end of the season. But I seem to recall that several seasons ago, they were in a similar situation at the top of the league with a seemingly comfortable gap, but ultimately lost out to bitter rivals Sheffield Wednesday. As I keep saying, there'll be lots of twists and turns for the end of the season. What an idiot. Like I would be embarrassed yeah. if uh, McCabe had said that. Like Honestly embarrassed. Like. It should. It just. It's. He writes like a fan does immediately after the game. It's the sort of thing I'd write after a defeat. Well, they're rubbish. So you know, we'll beat them next time. It's. He just. I mean, this. He's had time to reflect everything. And he's the chairman. Yeah, it's two days he, later. Yeah, and he's wrote like a fan ten minutes after a game. I've said silly things like this before after a match. You immediately after a game. Yeah. But. If You're not I were, the chairman of a football club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to say if, if I was in, even though I'm not in his role, I still when I'm on just writing a tweet or or, or a post, I, I've realised like this sounds a bit daft. I'm not going to write that. <laughs> yeah, I I just feel for whoever was responsible for uploading that to Bolton's website because they must have glanced over it at least and just been like, oh god, really? Like, do I really have to publish this? But yeah, there we go. Silly old Ken. And I think they they all quite liked him at that point, Ken Anderson. They all thought we were doing a jo- good, decent job. And then obviously, what, 12 months later or whatever it was, it were uh, quite clear that he wasn't doing a good job. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so, yeah, the two massive games against, uh, you know, the two teams, I would say, most likely to, to hunt us down for an automatic spot. Fleetwood was still lurking at this point. But yeah. a little bit further back, I think, and um, we've obviously played them twice by this point as well. Um, so next up, a wild game at Rochdale. Yeah, um, we didn't sli- play well here. Yeah, I was slightly disappointed that we uh, we didn't win this one. Although, again, I feel like Rochdale were probably doing... Yeah, they finished ninth. They only finished four points off the playoffs. So. Yeah, Mendes Lang were playing for him, weren't he, at this point? I think he were like on fire. That's when um, Cardiff signed in the season after this. Yeah, former Blades Loney Mendes mm-hmm. Lang. Um, but a three-all draw. Did, were you, did you go to this one or not? No, I, I remember listening to it and by the time I'd um, I think I must have been working again because by the time I put my earphones on, we were two and a half. like, yeah, easy. And then mm. all game, to be fair, Rochdale were on top. You know, they, they are pretty much all the game. And Wilder even said after we dodged a bullet yeah. um, because they were the best side. But, you know, we it, it was sort of one of those we could have lost it. I, again, I, th- I think with, with the position we were in, that's a decent point again on paper. Yeah, I th- I feel like I was in this thing of like just win our home games and you know don't don't lose away basically and we'll that's a pretty good formula for for success at this stage yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, Duffy gives a lead, which I think was an indirect free kick, wasn't it? it was uh, the back pass or something like that? Have I made that up? I haven't seen that. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, passed it back. Yeah, the only thing I remember from this game really is laugh is stunner. Unbelievable goal, wasn't it? Just uh, yeah, yeah, smashes it in from it's from miles away, it's like thirty yards or something. Yeah. Um, so that's two 0 after eleven minutes, and uh, yeah, it became two all just after half time. Uh, retook the lead through Sharp, but then Mendes Lang uh, made it three all with uh, twelve minutes to go. But yeah, uh, not a bad. Decent point. <clears throat> yeah, we, we didn't deserve. It. We probably deserved to lose the game. It was the, sort of the last game we played where we probably didn't deserve what we got. You know, it's, it happens, doesn't it? You know. Yeah, that's a, a fair summary. We had um, three games actually coming up here. We had a Rochdale, Oxford, and Swindon all in a row, which is unusual, isn't it? Having three away games in a in a row. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Oxford away was next. Uh, I did go to this one. 
Um, Oxford is, in contrast to Peterborough, a terrible place to go for a game of football. I've never been there either. Actually. I've never. No, it's a bit too far flung for me. Obviously, I, I imagine you were working around these parts at this point. Yeah, I was working in London this week, so yeah. it's not too difficult to get to from there. But it's. I think it took me longer to get from. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, longer to get from Oxford Station to the ground than it mm. did from London to Oxford, and I got a taxi. So yeah, I mean, it's just it's one of those out of town stadiums that's like impossible to get into unless you get there super early or mm-hmm. in my case super late. I mean, the, the taxi was like they were a mile from the ground. It was like, to be honest, mate, you're probably quicker walking from here. Yeah, so I just basically jogged the rest of the way, and yeah, was not uh, not alone in being late for kickoff, but. We didn't play that well in this one, uh, and it was. In fact, we were one nil down at, um, at half time. Yeah, they, they were a good side again. Also, though, for this league, they only finished four points off the playoffs. Uh, yeah, very true. Actually, yeah. Um, so one nil down at half time, but then uh, much improved in the second half and, mm. and scored three goals in in fifteen minutes or so. Sharp stabbed one in from a corner. A sort of classic Billy Sharp finish. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those. It's, it's by no means a great goal or anything like that, but the way he sorts his feet out so quickly and just sort of yeah, scuffs yeah, it yeah. in, essentially, is is class. Um, Kieran Freeman gives us goal the lead. season. Goal of the season. This, uh, I'll just tell a small anecdote about my uh, experience with this goal. It gets slid through to Freeman, who's running into the box, and I think he had, like, somebody, it might be the sharp square for a tap-in, and so I'm, like, going pass, 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 and he... He obviously shoots or slices it. Yeah. And I distinctly remember going, no, as he hits it. <laughs> and of course it goes in the net. And about five people in front of me turn around laughing at me like immediately after the goal. Um, so, yeah, good finish by Freeman. He obviously knew what he was doing better than I yeah. did. Yeah, slices it. He looks a bit embarrassed, actually, didn't he, to be fair. I'm pretty sure it was not a shot. Yeah, I think he completely no, missed it. No, I don't think it was, no. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's Freeman actually wins the penalty, doesn't he? A few yeah, minutes later. Right. Yeah, yeah. Great bit of play, you know, just, <laughs> just some dancing feet on the byline, basically. And uh, Sharp wellies it in. They get a um, consolation goal late on, but a, uh, a, a, another valuable win and... Some great celebrations from Wilder at full time as well, which I yeah. think probably riled up the Oxford fans a little bit. But it was yeah, very... he didn't leave there in good circumstances today. My my friend actually saw Wilder before he managed United when he got to Northampton, and he said Northampton had beat Oxford a couple of days before. He goes, "I bet you enjoyed that one, didn't you?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, just a bit." <laughs> mm, yeah, there's a lot of um, chest thumping after that. It was uh, good scenes at full time. Um, yeah. you, you've noted here just uh, how the the turnaround mm. in league position between us and Scunthorpe. Do you want to just uh, drop that one? Yeah, in? two months before this game, Scunthorpe was seven points in front of us, and after this game, we were eleven points in front of them. It's a hell of a turnaround, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, I guess that gap just continued to grow. Yeah. Um, next away game against a, a poor Swindon team. Yeah, uh, it must be said. Did they they got relegated as well? Didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they went down. Yeah, we well, I think we completely hammered them. Basically, it was, I well, think, we, four... we were so in control. We're two 0 up at half time. Uh, we got a brilliant second goal. Do you know that thousand pass move? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, that was was that Freeman's goal. Yeah, that was, Freeman's it? Yeah. goal. And United put a video out. It was ping, ping every time, like you know, yeah. around and stuff. And um, and then we just like just let two goals in within the space of like ten, well, less than ten minutes. And I remember listening, thinking well, this was. Looked look like it was going on for like a five or six nil, you know what I mean? And then yeah. all of a sudden it was two two. But in a way, luckily we got it back in the lead really quickly because it could have turned. You never know, do you? You know with these yeah. sort of two and up, and their keeper makes makes a horrendous error, and John O uh, J O'Shea, sorry, <laughs> J O'Shea scores uh, for us, uh, and then Coots rounds it off with a pen. 
Yeah, uh, the O'Shea goal, the keeper just it basically just passed it straight to him, like five, yeah. ten yards away, didn't he? And uh, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I'm kind of like impressed that he wasn't so shocked that he'd been given the ball that he was able to just stick it away. Um, and yeah, a rare, a rare goal from Kips <clears throat> from the penalty spot. Um, nine, so we ended up sticking eight goals past Swindon this season, actually. Um, yeah. And obviously, we're two years removed from the playoff defeat to them. But I do remember feeling like, you know, that's a little bit of revenge for yeah. those playoff games. We're going up. It's you're amazing going down. they they uh, went down really Swindon because even the season before, I don't think they did too bad. Obviously, the playoff season they got in the playoffs under Clough when we, you know, when Clough were our manager. And they were in the playoffs the season before, weren't they? As well, when we had Morgan, they lost to they lost to Brentford in a amazing mm. playoff semi final. I think it was like four four or something. They love their playoff semi finals, don't they, Swindon? <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're loving them in League Two from now on. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, next game we're back at home, and it's Charlton and uh, goal scorer for Charlton in the third minute. Ricky, I missed this goal. Uh, Ricky Owen scored it. Uh, I was late. We were going. I can't remember what. I, I think I must have been on goal from the night before. Um, <laughs> I got a taxi down. We uh, was we man Eggy actually, and her, uh, yeah, we and he was like sort of yeah you're late because yeah no yeah we'll be alright that'll happen yeah we're 1-0 down no. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, back, got in the ground about 5-6-7 minutes in or something like that and then we turned it around fairly comfortably I thought I mean I remember thinking this game was going to be difficult because I think Charlton had gone a little bit of a run I think Carl Robinson just coming at this point yeah it must have been around this point yeah Yeah, and I think they, they just started the season like struggling a bit obviously all the protests and stuff and then I think like they built up a bit of steam and I remember thinking they were going to get in the playoffs at this point so it was a decent win this Mm, yeah, where did they finish? Yeah, finished mid-table, but yeah, as you said, they would have pulled well clear relegation at that point. Um, yeah, Holmes with a with a free kick uh, from twenty five yards. Uh, I think this was well. I don't know. It's probably a bit reductive, but yeah, I think this is probably the the game that suggested he might be worth signing. Because I do remember him being by far the. He was really player. good, really, really good. Yeah, uh, uh, he he looked a, a class above League One at this. Uh, yeah, this. Mm. I think he was their best. Player. He won their Player of the Season, didn't I? Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, as you say, we equalised pretty quickly. O'Connell, um, for, I think it was a recycled set piece, but he, he adds it in at the uh, yeah. at the lane end. It's, it's always a bit... I mean, we've been doing this for a few weeks, but yeah, having uh, home fans in the lower tier, still, mm-hmm. it, look, it looks weird looking back at it, and it's still... Yeah, it, it did at the time, I remember. Is this O'Connell's first ever goal for us, or have I missed one out? Awesome out. No, he definitely scored. It might be his first league goal. Oh, I don't know. He scored against um, he scored against Southend in the league, and uh, I believe also in the FA Cup against. Of course Poland. he did. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was he was getting on the score sheet for us around this time. Yeah. Uh, Lafferty scored what proved to be the winner uh, early in the second half, where he it kind of messed up a great chance by heading it straight at the goalkeeper <laughs> yeah, unfortunately yeah. bounced straight I, back what to him. What I liked about this goal though is that he's obviously in the six yard box again anyhow pretty much mm. you know and then that's your, your wing back and, and that was such a feature particularly this season. Now we talk about I, I think even now we don't see George Baldock and Stevens in the six yard box like we did this season because we were just so much better than the other teams you can't do it now realistically. Yeah. You don't want Stevens being in the six-yard box against, you know, uh, Man City, do you? <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're still attacking and stuff, but I think the, those sort of goals for me just shows just how attacking we were. And I, just to go back to the Peterborough game, there were a change at nil-nil. Remember, we were top of the league at this point, and he took Lafferty off a of Lavre. That mm. and, you know, he, he did a lot of brave moves like that throughout the season, um, Wilder, where we a point would have been fine, you know, but even a point against Charlton would have been fine, but we still went for it and obviously got his rewards. Mm, absolutely. Um, 
The next game is the only game we did not take three points in for the remainder of the season. So this is game number 39, 25th of March. Away at Oldham on... Awful match. Awful, awful. I didn't go to it. I was listening. I watching um, Sky Sports and uh, Bolton were playing at the same time. I think Bolton won this game, so they were a little bit. Oh my, you know, because there were a lot of cri- ridiculous matter over the top criticism after the match on the, on the forums again, saying, "Oh, we, you know, we're bottling it again." And it just it just looks idiotic. That I mean, I, I've got a lot of sympathy for the early quotes, you know, about this looks like we're going to go down. I think we all thought that, but I think at this point, just criticize. Can you remember the pitch? It was atrocious like yeah. but by far the worst pitch I've seen in a professional game of football and all our fans are saying why have we gone long ball all of a sudden why we... it's like because you can't play on that pitch it's yeah, not a proper pitch you genuinely couldn't like you know it's just like players like trying to lay it off five yards on the counter attack to another guy and it's like bouncing all over the place it was it was awful. It was yeah. I, I I went to this in like super excited, like you know, another great away day. Yeah, hopefully. I've been to all. I didn't go to this because I've been to Alden before, and it's pretty rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this this was flat to be honest. I don't know. It's like the sun was sort of uh, you know everyone's sort of shielding their eyes from the sun, which I don't know just seemed to dampen the atmosphere a bit. And it was just, yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. an awful awful game of football. And obviously we we're a goal down at half time. Mm. Um, I think like uh, I know it's quite a nice finish, but it was from like a long throw or something like that. Or uh, maybe it was a cross we just didn't pick him up, actually, at the back post. Um, but Jay O'Shea, with his uh, probably most decisive contribution, just volleyed it in from 20-odd yards. Yeah, really good goal. Yeah, I think Hansen laid it off too much, actually, and uh, and he smashes it in. They were um, in bottom four at this point, Oldham, actually. Um, so we're, yeah. not a bad result for that. Uh, the view from after, brilliant, one of them said, we play decent football and Sheffield United should try it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember leaving the ground and walking back to uh, back to my dad's car, and there was this. Uh, there were like um, football pitches next to the ground, absolutely glorious grass, right? <laughs> not a patch of mud or sand in sight. I was like, "Oh, could we not just have played on this instead?" Yeah. Like, what a waste of time. But yeah, it's, uh, a couple of seasons. You know, the first game of the season uh, when we first came down from League. But Wilson, yeah, that was great. And that were another that were poor pitch then. That I remember that. I remember me, me and my mate saw Michael Doyle outside actually after the game and he was on his phone because he's probably asking his agent to you know, you don't want to play on a pitch like that again. <laughs> and this was like in in the summer obviously, so yeah, all, I don't know what it's like now to be fair, boundary pop, but almost unplayable, I I thought those those conditions. Yeah, yeah, agree completely. And it was uh, very much at full time. It's slightly disappointing that we didn't win, but also just like, you know, this this game could have just been decided by a random bounce, to be honest. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take a draw and on we go. Uh, then we had Millwall at home uh, a few days later. Millwall obviously made it into the playoffs. And yeah, but Millwall were about 10th. They went on a really good run after this, Millwall, to get in the in the playoffs. Yeah, and of course beat Scunny. Uh, certainly beat them at home, uh, beat them away, and then I think they might beat them at home as well. It might have been a draw. I can't remember. Um, just, my mate is... Uh, he, he, he moonlights as a steward for uh, Scunthorpe uh, <laughs> in between doing his three other full-time jobs. I don't know, don't know why he oh. just likes to likes to fill his time for some reason. Um, but I do. He always um, is always a steward in the away fans because he's, he's been doing it like since since I've known him. Basically, he's quite yeah, senior yeah. now. And uh, I do remember just uh, <laughs> seeing because we got Millwall fans like piling onto the pitch when yeah. they scored, and I just remember seeing him running after one of them in the corner of the camera, and he's texting me after. I was like, "Bloody Millwall fans!" I hate yeah, full of that. 
one of my mates is a steward, actually. Uh, he's not been it for a couple of seasons now, but I always, he did away fans as well. So, like, who's the best away fans and, like, the worst and stuff? I can't remember what he said the worst. I think worst were Birmingham. I think he said they were quite, you know, uh, aggressive. I said, who were the best? He goes, Leeds. And I said, what? Leeds? And he goes, you almost said just, like, a, a really good laugh, like, just mm. good banter with him and stuff like that. So, you know, interesting. <laughs> yeah, like to hear that. Um, but we, we wiped the floor with Millwall in this game. It was only 2-0, but it was so easy, when not it? I mean... Another statement yeah. of how good we were, I think. Uh, O'Connell scored again from a corner. And then in the second half, Freeman... I believe this was Freeman's 10th goal of the season, actually. Incredible. That, yeah. Really. From, I mean, from, he wasn't known for his goal scoring at any point, or even since, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I never really thought this, but I wonder how many... So, <laughs> just looking down his list of on-league goals, do you know... In fact, on, on all competitions... His next highest goal-scoring season is two goals. <laughs> so it does stick out like a sore isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was a bit like Michael Brown. He weren't really renowned for his goal-scoring, and then he got 22 in a season. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you have to wonder, I guess, if we'd stayed at that level um, another season. Or even his appearances obviously went down the next season because we signed um, Baldock, didn't we? So Freeman was kind of uh, shunted to uh, second choice at that point. So... You never know. I mean, looking uh, the season we got promoted, he scored two goals in nineteen games uh, in the league. So yeah, goal scoring yeah. right winger extraordinaire. But he scored from the kind of the inside left point um, of this one, didn't he? Like yeah, sort of just yeah, yeah, yeah. Swerved it in past the goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah, the only other player to reach double figures after Billy Sharp. So yeah, good work I mean, from a right wing back. He's, yeah, can't fault. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, I sort of feel like his legacy slightly. I don't say tainted, but certainly how good Baldock's become and there's you know there's been a lot of uh I don't know a lot of sort of question marks about Freeman's fitness hasn't there over the last 18 months or so I suppose where he yeah. he just so he seems to just like come into these games uh and look really unfit but then also kind of do quite well as well I mean I remember the uh it was Reading at home, wasn't it, last season, where he hadn't played for absolutely ages. Yeah, and he scored after like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably, probably even quicker to be yeah, honest. Yeah, probably quicker than that, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, amazing season from him. Um, and then we had Coventry at home a week later. Now, remind me here, was this was there a chance for us to get promoted in this yeah, game? Yeah, I think Fleet were playing South End. I think it was South End. Someone might correct me on that. But And basically, Fleet would have lost that game and we won. We'd have gone up that night. Mm. Um, and they were pretty much a full house, I think. The Coventry view from for this is amazing. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to share them all uh, on the comments page, but... It is they they are absolutely haters. Absolutely hate. It's worth watching, <laughs> like reading back again and quite a yeah, a, we're a bunch of weirdos that their hatred of us is so strange they just want attention off us. <laughs> it's unbelievable. These like I've always preferred Wednesday anyway. But yeah, so it'd have been amazing to go up against these actually, wouldn't it? it after everything that have happened. But um yeah, Fleetwood I think won or drew their game, so obviously we had to wait another week. Yeah, I, from a selfish point of view, I was not upset with that outcome because by this point it was it was very obvious that we were going to get promoted. I mean, you'd have to be yeah, super, yeah. super, super negative not to think uh, to think that we were going to mess I it up. I'd like to have been promoted at home, I have to admit, but, you know, it's just one of those. I, obviously, cause that's purely because I didn't get a ticket for Northampton. But <laughs> Well, neither did I, but the selfish thing for me is uh, I was not in the country at this point. Ooh, so um, yeah, I, was, been... I was like, I want us to win, but if we could just maybe clinch it when I'm back. So I was... Um, I was in Portugal for work uh, again, and um, I basically, you know, no, 
I don't know, no access to streams at this point, I don't think, or I wasn't uh, savvy enough to find one, I guess. So I don't think there were many in League One, were there, to be fair? That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think of it that way. Um, so I had a, I was sat in my hotel room, I had an uh, hour and a half Skype call, uh, with my missus, who basically put Radio Sheffield on next to uh, next to her computer, and I just listened to Radio Sheffield via Skype because obviously you can't do it. Online. I love it. I love that dedication there. We were yeah. really poor first half in this game. I don't know if we were just nerves because obviously we could have got promoted, and then uh, mm. Mr. Leon Clark comes off the bench, who has sort of disappeared up until this point for a long, long time, uh, and yeah. obviously back one in, uh, and then uh, John Fleck, two ex Coventry players, actually. Yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, Clark with like a tap in and Fleck with a brilliant run and finish, yeah. and then that that prompted the uh, sort of <laughs> semi brilliant, semi crap celebration from Wilder yeah. joins in with the Klinsman dive celebration on the touchline. Then, oh, actually, after on the Coventry on the view from where I got from Coventry, so someone said, "I can't believe Fleck celebrated against his old club." It's like he <laughs> could have been promoted that day. Come on, <laughs> yeah, exactly. For all he knows, he's just got the goal that Scott is out of uh, League One at the. At the sixth attempt. Yeah. Um, talking to Clark, yeah, so Clark was injured, wasn't he, for um, quite a long spell of this season. And I, I, I guess he was sort of, I, I guess at this point he was kind of, he kind of living up or living down to all our sort of preconceptions of him mm. as like, you know, journeyman, you know, not the, the fittest, like as in, you know, has a lot of injury problems, is, is just not going to be anything more than a bit part player for us. But, he went on an absolute tear to end the season, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. Stuck in now, not to skip ahead too much, but he scored in this game. He scored in the next game. Scored in the one after that. Scored two in the one after that. Um, scored in the one after that, and then uh, seven yeah, that was, nine or something like that. He got eight in nine. He loves these little runs, doesn't he? If he scores, he goes on. He goes on a run. So very streaky, streaky striker for yeah. sure. But that was the start of him. Uh, him getting the ball rolling uh, for his season, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that left it all in our hands to clinch promotion away at Northampton uh, on the Saturday. Yeah, Wilder's old club as well, obviously, so we're all quite romantic and stuff. Very much so, yeah. Um, I I watched this on the, the beam back at Bramall Lane. Did, uh, what, what did you do? Were you just uh, I, I, I didn't bother. No, I listened to it. Um, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I, I really can't remember. I, I listened to it on Radio Sheffield um, and then got hammered after. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it was a good day. Really, really good day. I remember like being on cloud nine after that because we sort of knew we were going to go up. So it wasn't that sort of... It wasn't like the Ipswich game for me. Do you know when we mm. went up then? Because that had that turned so quickly, hadn't it, over the last couple of weeks. So it was like, wow, it, you were still sort of processing what had happened. This one, you sort of knew for about three or four weeks, realistically, that we were going to get promoted. But it still didn't take away from... You know, I remember staying up. We went out, and then I came back about, I don't know, 11 o'clock or something. And I remember staying up until about half one, two in the, in the morning, just watching all the videos from the day and you know, what people had taken and stuff. It was a really, really good day. Yeah, I'm, I'm very envious of anyone who was actually yeah. uh, in attendance for this one. But it was... Um, yeah, I guess, as you say, it was. it wasn't like a... It was like a sort of a confirmation of joy in a way, rather than like, yeah. oh my God, we've done it or anything like that. It was like, now we can celebrate. You know, it feels like the sort of champagne's been on ice for a while, but yeah. in, in a satisfying way, as in we hadn't like, you know, we hadn't, it wasn't like we'd lost the previous two games to delay, you know, the gratification of yeah. getting promotion. Um, 
We were rubbish in the first half. I, I think Wilder actually said, I've no idea what, what he personally were playing at in the first half. We played Leon Clark up front on his own and played like a 3-6-1. It was a weird... Yeah, this is... So there's a good... Um, I just think that team that day has plenty of like, oh, they played in that game kind of Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. Uh, really weird. Billy Sharp were dropped for this game. Sharp was on the bench. Sammy Carruthers started and was uh, yoinked at half-time. Jay O'Shea also started and came off pretty soon after that as well. Um yeah, as you say, Clark pretty much up front. Maybe with Carruthers off him is like probably Yeah, the I mean, best Duffy one. didn't play. You know, Chadley yeah. Chapman's back on the bench for this. He must have come back from his injury, which I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Carruthers and O'Shea, I think it were off Clark, um, and it fell miserably. <laughs> yeah, didn't it, Joe? So, um, yeah, Northampton, absolutely nothing to play for. And as you say, there was, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to question anybody's professionalism here, but I do feel like there was an air of like, from Northampton, of like it will be nice if you know very respectful like really comments of... before and after the match, and I know they all like Wilder, but it's, it's, it must be difficult seeing an ex-manager who did so well for you come the season after and get promoted with a new club. I wouldn't want to see Wilder go to I don't know Chelsea, for instance, and then win the league on at Bramall Lane. <laughs> I, I suppose it's a measure of how highly thought of he was there. Yeah, that, that's um... it. Yeah, I, mean, I think we'd all be happy for him if that did happen. I think if he left this season, for instance, and then went to Chelsea, then won the league, I don't think we'd be saying, "Oh, what an idiot!" You know, I think we would be mm. like, but he's still difficult to accept that he's not with you anymore. So I think the, the Northampton fans as a whole were really, really good, to be fair, because uh, it could have turned a bit nasty, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, with all the pitch invasions and stuff, for sure, and, you know, United fans in the home end, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, Northampton were 1-0 up at half-time. Uh, a great strike from their fellow. Amazing just, goal, yeah. Just smashing it in on the angle on the counter-attack, and I don't know, I, I don't remember being like, oh, no, we're not going to win this game, because I thought, we can't play that badly for the entire game. I, I, this is a very personal anecdote, but I remember uh, I was actually on the toilet when uh, Northampton uh, scored this goal. I, 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 very I, apt. Yeah, I was there, I had Radio Sheffield on. Um, just had, I, I were downstairs, well, listen to it, so I put it on upstairs. Soon as I sat down, goal. Like, oh, I can't <laughs> go anywhere because I'm on the toilet. So I was like, like sort of get up and, like, you know, kick something or anything like that so but yeah and um second half i didn't actually hear leon's goal because i was sort of trying to i don't know i were a little bit nervous for some reason i don't know why that was i really because obviously we we're going to go up um mm. and i remember sort of i were in the garden sort of half listening half not and then as soon as leon scored i was really confident that we were going to win it to be honest yeah i think there was i guess from an emotional point of view it was a bit like I really want it to happen today because it's a Saturday. It's a mm-hmm. glorious day. Yeah. I'd already sort of made like half plans with my dad and my brother of like, yeah, if they do it, should we just, you know, just stay in town basically. My, yeah, my dad was yeah. at some work thing, but it's like, come and meet us and we'll just go out and all this. So yeah, I remember like Coots slipped that through ball to Clark. who was, as I say, was not, you know, was not known as a particularly good finisher among United fans at this point. Mm-hmm. Wellied it into the roof of the net. Brilliant yeah. finish. And then, yeah, all the United fans, Spilling onto the pitch at that point, and I think, I think a draw would have done it. Am I right? I think, I think so because I think Fleet would drop points. I think that's right. I think Fleet would lost or Bolton lost. Someone lost that yeah. day, and I think a draw would have done it. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember when Flex scored, it was lesser like, oh my god, we've done it. It's just yeah. like, oh, that's just perfect. Like 
you know, it's a sort of mini uh, mini Tony Adams that sums it all up kind of thing. You know, I, just... I do remember saying to her that after it was quite fitting that Fleck got the winner that took us up because other than Sharper, obviously, at this point Sharper were on a bit of a drought. Um, so I don't mm. really... It probably would have been in contention for Player of the Year, but I think at that point we all sort of agreed that Fleck were the best player that season at this point. Yeah. And it was Fleck, uh... he got the, the winning goal. Yeah, I think Sharp sets him up, actually, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Billy Sharp, like I say, he came on a sub because he'd not scored for a long, long time. I think he went, like, seven or eight games without scoring during this run, Billy Sharp, he, actually. Yeah, he's, uh, you go back to the Rochdale game. Uh, excuse me, the Oxford United game. So, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six, six games, seven games, sorry, without scoring, yeah. Yeah, so, and then obviously we're on the bench and he, came, he played really well when he came on, by all accounts. Um, but, yeah, he wasn't sort of, the, he had no chance of him getting 30 goals at this stage realistically you know, cause he yeah. um, so I think for me at the time I remember like thinking really fitting that Fleck who's been the driving force pretty much all season uh, in midfield and that of it, what, what a signing I mean obviously you just want to like sort of break off a little bit I mean it's, we all know how good he is now Fleck but what a player yeah it was, it was I mean I've talked so much about how much yeah. I love watching him but yeah definitely it was just, it's almost like a relief to suddenly have a really good midfielder, or yeah. in, indeed a really good midfield at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely talked about that three. It became, I think, more pronounced the next season while. Um, I think yeah. the Fleck was the one out of the team, like probably more than anyone else, if you had to rate, rank him at this point, who you think is going to be okay in the championship, I think we'd have all said Fleck. Uh, above yeah. everybody else, we didn't realise how good O'Connell were still. He were a lot. He were obviously really informed at this point. It got his, got his, uh, his whatever you're together uh, and I think obviously Coots we, we knew that Coots had sort of were a good player but he, he'd been there with Derby not really Sean I think Fleck were the one that we knew we could hold his uh, hat on yeah for sure um, so he scores that 88th minute goal which is of course the winner and another pitch invasion uh, amazing to see there's actually a pitch invasion at Bramall Lane for the beanback as well yeah I did <laughs> see that yeah yeah yeah. somebody ran so it was, we're all sat in the uh, John Street stand and somebody ran across the pitch and all the way up the south stand and back down again mm. it's, it's a great effort actually <laughs> must have been knackered was after the doing game, that the beanback where I don't know I think I remember like people saying there were a lot of complaint and people like kicking off and stuff because we were losing at half time no, I think that was the uh, the championship season. Uh, was that the was championship me, season? It was me saying oh, that because yeah, I, I watched I watched Stoke away there and That's um, the one. yeah, sorry, yeah, I, I moved to the tunnel at half, uh, not tunnel, the concourse at half time because uh, the people around me were being too annoying, so I just watched it on the TV in there. So. <laughs> Which was actually I probably talked about this before. That was a much better decision because everyone in the concourse was not only drinking but also singing and actually being much more like we've won promotion this is a good thing let's I, be excited I about really, it really really I remember like the, the story of going off on one but I remember the Stoke game and sort of watching it in the pub and obviously I wanted to win to win the league but when we went 2-1 down or whatever I we weren't like what are you doing it's like what you on about why are you complaining yeah that was very much an oh well but yeah uh, and then just like counting down to the final whistle in the Northampton game and you got the dude running on with the uh, picking up the corner flag yeah. and <laughs> legging it away with it. That was amazing. The defining um, image has got to be Billy Sharp holding the scarf up. I think it's one of the yeah defining images of this whole era. Absolutely yeah. class. Like yeah, just sat on the shoulders of the United fans, thing and blades are going up holding that scarf. Yeah, it's beautiful image, immortalized in yeah. uh, in many pieces of artwork since then. Really, really class moment. Um, and then yeah, uh, great celebrations in town. I think you know it just felt like. Everyone was out basically. Yeah. As I say, it was a really sunny day. It's just the players awesome. were hammered as well. I remember that Billy Sharp speech where you're like, "Last year, 
I was embarrassed. <laughs> like, you could tell like he's had about like fifteen pints or whatever. But yeah, yeah. amazing. And we forgot about that. I mean, it's, weirdly, we are obviously only a couple of years late. We had arguably even bigger celebrations. Certainly a bigger achievement. And but that was the first time we'd really had anything to celebrate since we'd gone up under Walnut, which were what ten years ago. Yeah, this was relief for me. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and and that in its own way is like is just as enjoyable as the sort of like surprise joy of getting promoted to the Premier League um yeah I mean I just remember I guess so when we got promoted from this is just a stage of life thing I guess but I guess when we got promoted to the Premier League last time I would have been like what early 20s and so my brother would have been not drinking age at that point mm. and I don't really remember doing any sort of big celebration for it apart no from I mean we didn't we obviously didn't get promoted on the day neither did we on that one oh that as well yeah I mean obviously um, we didn't against Ipswich but we did if you know what I mean we all knew that were enough uh, we weren't mm. fish, but that that promotion against uh, I mean we beat Cardiff on the Good Friday, didn't we? Um, when yeah. Dan scored, but yeah, I'm same as you. I don't remember going like sort of out really after that for some reason. I don't know why that were to be honest. Yeah, it's probably again which we've talked about before. This you know that that season was like a dragging ourselves over the line kind yeah, of thing. Whereas, yeah. whereas this one was a march to glory, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, right, it's a yeah. sunny day. Let, let's get it done today. So yeah, just a really. In some ways, I think possibly because it was like the first big promotion celebration. But I, I, I think I look back more fondly on this celebration than the mm. um, Premier League one. Although that one was definitely more mental with um, players in the car park and stuff. Yeah, afterwards. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was was also also great. Um, so yeah, that uh, that clinched it, and uh, the players obviously celebrated hard, as you alluded to. Wilder was very uh, open about wanting 100 points, which obviously we would need to win our remaining four games to do so. Yeah, I remember at the time thinking, we're not going to do that because we've won it. Why would you? You know, we were promoted. It doesn't normally happen, does it? <laughs> yeah, and also I think, you know, the players were genuinely celebrating yeah, for quite yeah, yeah, a while, yeah. I think. Um, and we had a six-day gap to our next game. I think they were Vail, celebrating like. for like two months, weren't they? <laughs> really? Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, I certainly imagine there was yeah a lot of nights out among these last four games for sure. Okay, so into the home straight then. Uh, Port Vale away was the next game. Uh, a comfortable win for United. Uh, we've got to mention uh, a, a phenomenal goal by Leon Clark. Like possibly mm. the yeah, certainly in the in the conversation for goal of the season, I think. Yeah, incredible uh, volley, weren't it? Wellied it in on the volley from inside the box. Uh, O'Shea had given us the lead. Uh, and then Matt Doan popping back into the team at this point. Yeah, left wing back actually played in this game. Ah, all right. And he, he gets on the end of a, a cross and, and smashes it in in front of the United fans. A bit of a, it looked like a bit of a spicy atmosphere, this one, I think. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I didn't go, but I, I've heard... You know the view from and stuff. A lot. I mean, I've seen the videos as well. A lot of sort of trouble from from both sets. It always seems to happen at Port Vale, doesn't it? Yeah, indeed. And they ended up going down uh, a few weeks later um, yeah. with a single point. So it was uh, it was a big. <clears throat> I think it's fair to say it was a bigger game for them than us at that point. And uh, yeah, 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 completely. We uh, completely destroyed them. Uh, speaking of completely destroying teams, Bradford at home up next. Bradford in with a show. In fact, they were. They finished in the playoffs, and they. Yeah, I think I, they this, could have finished third. This actually. were an amazing performance, I think, considering we'd already been promoted. They needed the win. We're on Sky. I thought we were awesome in that first half. Unbelievable. I um. I think actually they could potentially finish second. Yeah, there's um, the chance. I think that's yeah. I, I think it was fairly to win all three games. Yeah, they were in decent form, Bradford, at that point. To be fair. Hmm. Um. And I. I mean, I I remember like looking at their fans. 
uh, after you know twenty minutes, basically, it's, you could just see that they're just like, oh, for God's sake, like <laughs> what on earth? Like, we're we're not even close to the, yeah. the class of this team because uh, by that point we were uh, we were already two goals up. Um, Leon swept one in from the edge of the air and his left foot. Sharp with it. I love this finish. I I don't know yeah. quite why. It's just like the touch and then the the way he lifts it over the keeper into the corner of the and net. Not like a, eight as well. That it would have been. Yeah, first since um, that Oxford game. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely class. And then uh, Clark smashes in the third before half time. Three nil up. Just absolutely cruising you know it, it was so satisfying to be like you know we, we're already promoted we've got nothing to play for mm. but we're just going to smash you anyway like you know forget the yeah. fact you're going to be in the playoffs we're just going to smash you because we're so much better than you it was great Only I, I, I didn't go to this because I was working afternoon because we were on a bank holiday I think weren't it yeah it was like Easter Monday I think yeah and I worked in the afternoon so I can't remember why I worked at like 4 o'clock so I actually I had to watch this on Sky um, and I just remember going to work after like massive beaming smile like that were good. We are good. <laughs> yeah, and that was that definitely is like our best eleven. I think of the season: yeah, the yeah, yeah. O'Connell, Freeman, Basham, back four, Coots, Duffy, Fleck, midfield, Freeman, Lafferty, and then Sharp and uh, Clark starting up front. It's like that. That really was the the the, the grounding for next season, I suppose. When it like the yeah, base on which but I, I did a neutral view after this match actually, um, and everyone were raving about as like. I tried to get more championship clubs to see what they were saying about us because obviously that's the division we're going into and it was just wall-to-wall praise about these play really good football these are going to be alright next season maybe we'll want to watch out for apart from Wednesday fans <laughs> it, uh, yeah Wednesday fans thought we were rubbish uh, for some reason there was one, one quote which I, I've selected here which from a Wednesday fan which said uh, I was quite concerned by United but after watching the first half I can safely say they will cause us no trouble next season and any decent team will exploit them in fact even Burton Albion would I, I love that. I don't know how you can see a team go freedom up and absolutely batter a team and say, "Yeah, I'm not worried." <laughs> <laughs> Only Wednesday, I yeah. think. Um, MK Don's away was next. Another game I wish I'd been at. Just because, uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like the uh, the scenes during and uh, after this one were, were pretty crazy as well. Um, one of my favourite of the season, simply because they were a massive thorn in our side all the way through the league. One years, weren't they? MK yeah, Don's. They were the team that beat us after Chet Evans. Uh, yeah, guilty. after the Chet Evans thing, I think they did. The, yeah, they did the double over us when Clough were manager when we got in the playoffs. They always seem to have the better of us. You know what I mean? They always, we, mm. they always seem to be, especially at their ground as well. Um, we and this, I just thought this was almost like cathartic that they were sort of the the. I know they were, they got promoted, but they were sort of the archetypical sort of League One side who were decent and. It's like we've lost to MK Dons again, you know what I mean? It, and to go there and just absolutely batter him was—I I just thought that were really sort of like redemption time. Yeah, for sure. I think it was like seven thousand blades there as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Clark scored, uh, I think, from a corner at the end of the first half, and then Sharp got two goals to take him to twenty-eight and twenty-nine for the season. There's that brilliant Does that... finish for the second. There's a brilliant ball for the third one from Coots. Mm. And the second one, I love that finish. Yeah, but it like it's a bad mistake from their defender, and it's sharp through, and he bangs it, and then it's just wall to wall United fans behind him. I think it's yeah, a really, it's... really good scene. I love that goal. It is absolute class. There's that great photo as well of the um, the guy with the flare in the uh, in the concourse. Brilliant! It's like the Chemical Brothers album cover, isn't it? It's like yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm almost surprised like a Sheffield band hasn't released an album with that on the cover. It's yet, an amazing, it? amazing like bit of photography, and I don't know if you meant to do it that way or what, but. Yeah, I, I I wish it were me there. If that were me, I'd 
that would be my greatest ever moment. If it were me holding that that flare or whatever or whatever it is stood up on the thing, I, that that's me. Yeah, I'd have that on my gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Mister Man with a flare stood on the uh, the beam, let us know. Yeah, I'm on your autograph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that may be an I'm Spartacus moment. We'll yeah, see. Uh, George Baldock played against us in this game actually at the bar. Ah, yeah, of course he did. Yeah, before uh-huh. signing for the following season. Um, this is also the uh, O'Connell, uh, the O'Connell Magic Hat song had, uh, had cropped up around this point yeah. as well, um, probably a few weeks before actually. But uh, yeah, there's that great thing of him heading a foam brick that had been chucked at him after the game as well. Really enjoyed seeing that. Um, yeah. And that takes us to the last game of the season. Uh, you, you've got a note here about a, a player signing for us. Sir Evans re-signed just before this. I mean, he weren't confirmed, but it were sort of. Done, done deal. You know, it all came out. Um, they would signed for us just before this game. And it was a weird signing, weren't it, to be honest? Weird signing, weird timing. Yeah, I, I actually, now that you mention it, I'd forgotten this, but I do I do remember being a bit like, not only why have we done that, but why have we done it right now? Yeah, like, I, I, there's a few posts from me from this era uh, uh, and on the S2 forum saying, I just... Why have we done it? Why have we Why have we created all this publicity? We've, it's wall to wall happiness. Everyone's delighted. Then we signed this obviously controver- controversial figure uh, for whatever yeah. you think. Ed Evans, he's, the controversial is the, the word, isn't it? I think he can use. Um, yeah, yeah. And it did divide like opinion. Uh, it did divide whether we should sign him or not. And you're thinking, why have we done that now? Yeah, absolutely. That I was. Like, I just. Um, this is like the happiest I've been as a United fan possibly ever in my whole time supporting them. And now it's like, oh, now we're going to have to deal with the headlines again. And yeah. I'm sure some people will be like, oh, you know, screw the headlines. I don't care what other people think. But, you know, I, I kind of do in a way. It's like, yeah, I, I, understand, I understand the, you know, people saying, well, you know, he's, he's had he been, had he been, uh, had the verdict got, gone his way by this point? I think it had, on it? Yeah, it must have. Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. understand all that. You know, he's not guilty and all this. Or even if he, he was, he's done his time. And I understand those arguments. It's, just, it's completely needless, though, to sign him at this point. Yeah, and uh, he he did next to nothing for us. I don't yeah. think he's got a goal for us in Very the championship. He just never happened for him. And he, he did all right at Chesterfield early doors, but he not not had a fantastic season. But then I think he only got like eight goals or something. Yeah, I think he uh, he got injured quite a bit, didn't yeah. he, during that season? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then of course we played Chesterfield to finish the season. Yeah. Uh, final game at Bramall Lane. Chesterfield already relegated. Us already. Uh, oh, I should say actually the. Um, just before the Bradford game, we were confirmed as champions because oh, yes, we lost yeah. to Rochdale. No, Oldham. <laughs> Oldham, yes, on the terrible pitch, yes. And I, I remember saying before the game, well, Bolton will beat Oldham because they'll, they'll love playing on that pitch because they won't have to pass it. You know, They'll just have to boot it in the air, which they're good at, and then they lost. So, Yeah, I remember being annoyed at Bolton. Uh, yeah, Bolton for losing, so I, was like, I wanted to see us clinch the uh, the title the following day yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. against Bradford. But not to worry, we'll take it. Yeah, um, yeah Chesterfield at home. Uh, Kieran Freeman scored again in the 18th minute. Um, and then they actually equalised from a, a penalty just before half-time that really came out of nowhere. It was a, a very... This this actually was the first, uh, probably the only game that was a bit like, uh, you know, we'd, be, yeah. we'd clearly been celebrating and a, a little we're, bit... We were a bit crap actually in this one. I, I, I was so hungover. When, when uh, we'd been to a party, me and my mate Liam, we went to this. Uh, we went straight after this game, started drinking again, and then you're like, when you sort of sober up, but you've got an hangover in the second half, and I was just sort of dead. Just <laughs> <laughs> like I wanted to go home. But yeah, it, I, I was delighted that obviously, I mean, I'm jumped ahead of you, but I was delighted that Sharp got his thirtieth. I think that was the most important thing of the 
the day. That and the hundred points was well worth the uh, well worth the admission fee. Yeah, good uh, good storybook ending, as you say. Sharp heads in uh, in front of the Bromwell Lane end to get his thirtieth goal. So yeah, he went on a nice little tear at the end. There was what was that five in his light in the final three games? Yeah. Uh, sorry, four in the final three games to uh, to get him up to thirty. Um, they equalised again, just uh, out of again out of nothing, just a shot from long range that went in. Um, and then Daniel Lafferty bursts forward and it gets to the right hand side of the box and I think it's deflected in it but it flies into the net 82nd minute 3-2 in United win and get the 100 points and they, they were down to 10 men at that point as well were they? Yeah like, they got a like, sent off aren't they? Yeah. I can't remember what happened oh that was it they they scored uh, to make it 2 all. Yeah. and then we were in a hurry to get on with the game so to get the ball out of the net and get on with it and the yeah. guy just like sort of slapped sharp and yeah just like, slapped him for no reason at all it was such a stupid ending I mean they were nothing to play for realistically like. <laughs> for, for either team I mean, yeah, they, I don't why think... are you so angry what are you doing <laughs> yeah I, I guess they could have finished 23rd if they'd won <laughs> yeah yeah I don't even know if, I, think, I don't think that's true actually hang on maybe Possible, yeah. Imagine it'd be nice when it's Coventry finish bottom on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Yeah, maybe we should have uh, let him get a winner. But no, we won the hundred points. I, mean, I, I always refer to this game. Well, I'll refer to this game quite a lot because it's amazing what's happened to the two clubs since that game. Oh, we were in the same division. So. All right, they were bottom. We'd gone up, but this run, we're, what we're talking, what we on two thousand seventeen, three years ago. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, three years in the same league. And now we're seventh in the Premier League, and they're bottom whatever it is five in the conference. It's incredible how the two clubs have gone. Yeah, and not only that, but I mean they were genuine sort of challenges for the playoffs yeah. with us for a couple of seasons in League One, weren't they? Yeah, I think when, when Paul Cook were manager, they were they were probably better than us. To be fair, uh, mm. for, for when, we finished above them under, uh, under Clough, but I remember thinking I don't really want to play them in the playoffs because they'll probably beat us. Yeah, indeed. Um, and that did it. That ended the season. Uh, you know, there was the, uh, the the civic reception, the parade, and all that. Chris Wilder dropping the trophy <laughs> and somehow managing to catch it yeah. again. Yeah. So, uh, did you go along to any of that? Yeah, I think I went to that parade. I think so. Anyway, they're all we've had that many parades and that. We're like, sort <laughs> we're, of, we're just so damn successful. It's We're just too good, go. yeah. Stop with the parades, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure I've gone to this one. I can't remember a thing about it, that's about it. But <laughs> yeah, it's um, I mean, a dream ending to the season, I guess, with the hundred points and with Sharp's thirtieth, and you know, I mean, what is that to end the season? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight wins. Mm. Uh, hadn't lost since the twenty fourth of January, so you're getting on for like three full months Madness. by that point. It's just too too good for the league, and there were. There were a post saying, are we too good for the league uh, after we'd beat Wimbledon 4-0 and it got laughed out of town. And the, the guy were right. <laughs> he was right, yeah. We finished a whopping 14 points ahead of Bolton in second place and uh, 18 points ahead of third place Scunthorpe. Yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. Won 30 of our 46 games, scored 92 goals. We had a good defence as well. Good, uh, I think only, what's that, only, only Bolton, Fleetwood and Bradford conceded fewer goals than we did and not by very much at all. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it was an amazing one. I, I just uh, it was very much a kind of drink it in, both uh, literally and uh, figuratively, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose afterwards. And it's now uh, obviously this is the first season and stuff, and we've gone on to bigger and better things since then. But you know that what a season! It was just I remember like the joy of just not just it was a relief of getting out of League One, but absolutely destroying it. Mm, really yeah, that was it, innit? 
I was I was definitely at the stage of like going into the season, just like just get me out of this damn league. Like I don't yeah. care. I don't care if we. Did you expect? To, I've obviously gone through this bit, but did you expect it realistically to go up that season? No, not not in the slightest. At all I mean, you know, I knew it was a poor squad to start the season, mm. and then the players that we signed initially, as we touched on in the last part, were unknowns or you know potentially players on the downward slide of their career. I mean, I think I said this. I can't remember. I think I said this uh, on a previous pod, but it's you know a lot of players that wild the signs and become good for us are not like you know not the sort of like oh these are eighteen nineteen year olds that are you know mm. progressing that way. The players that have like kind of been and done it, and uh, it sort of looks like they've failed at that level yeah, or are yeah, potentially yeah. not good enough, and then they suddenly become fantastic. So no, I definitely did not expect to, expect this season to unfold the way it did, and. Yeah, it was only really around kind of December that I suddenly realised this is actually a really good team. We just somehow kept losing to uh, Walsall for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was so strange. That and obviously we we uh, we beat them didn't we, the season after in the cup. Yeah, uh, Walsall. So we we even got rid of that hoodoo. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. Let's just just finish up with uh, a little bit of a where are they now with some of the, I guess the lesser known players from that team. Uh, you know, we're not going to. We're not going to bother talking about ones that stuck with us into the championship um, and are still part of the team now. Uh, any, where do you want to start with this little list? I, and if there's anyone else, do you know James Wilson? One of our first signings, and he were really underwhelming really at the time when we signed him, and he only played seven games for us. But he sort of not just the goal in the early days. He was our best defender for those first four or five games. Although we lost them all, he looked like the one that you know. And, and he came back in, if you remember, for the MK Dons game. I think um, yeah, that's right, yeah. crisis, and he came and he was fantastic again. And it wasn't, I'm, you know, we were never going to keep him or anything like that. He's a League One player at best, and he plays for Ipswich now, actually. In League One, and yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I'll always have a bit of sort of good memories of him, even though he only played seven games. Got the goal against Oxford, obviously, that got us back in it, stopped yeah. him off, and he never let us down. I don't think James Wilson. Yeah, he's a good uh, a good narrative turning point kind of player, isn't he? You know, mm-hmm. if he if he doesn't score that goal, yeah, you never who knows know. what yeah. happens. Yeah, he's yeah. Played, um, his first team in Alfred, he's played twenty three games for Richards this season, so he's you know he's a, a big club and a, all right, League One level again, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, indeed. Um, I remember uh, I looked up. Uh, I looked up James O'Shea. That's Jay O'Shea is how he's better known. Yeah, he's, a, uh, he's had a he, career, hasn't he, since he's left us? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so he. Um, he was on loan from Chesterfield, we should remember. I'm not sure I mentioned that actually at the time. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Left us to go to Bury. We tried to sign him. We actually offered him a contract at the end of that season. Yes, that's right, yeah. And, and I, I remember this being... So he turned down that contract yeah. uh, for, you know, Championship Sheffield United as we were at that point and went to uh, League One Bury instead, which I I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. He obviously, we'd obviously said, look, we you're not going to start for us, but we, we want you as a squad player. Yeah. And he obviously decided I'd rather go, I'd rather stay in League One and uh, keep playing like first team football. So. Yeah, I think that would be really good. I mean, obviously, he'd have been offered a contract and said you, you're going to be back up, basically. You know, he'd have been behind yeah. Duffy Anchor others at that point, I would have thought, in that sort of attacking midfield role. So, yeah, fair play yeah. for him. And he, um, he didn't have a good first season with uh, Berry because he got relegated, but then uh, they finished runners up in League Two the following season. And uh, yeah, he was in the he was in the PFA Team of the Year for for League mm. Two the next season. So yeah, good for it. I like I really respect that that he did that. Yeah, yeah he, I do. He kind of knew his own ability uh, and wanted to enjoy himself and keep playing football. And yeah, worked out pretty well. He is now in Australia playing for 
uh, Robbie Fowler's Brisbane Raw. Yeah, interesting one. Because obviously we're at Berry and obviously they folded, so he had to move. Uh, it had been mm. on a free transfer. And interesting that I, I wonder why he went to Australia, whether that were just a you know a, a, a lifestyle move or, or yeah, maybe. if it was just a case of he, it was the only club he could get. You know, he wanted to just carry on playing. He seems like a sort of character who just wants to play football, so... Indeed, yeah, he's only 31, so uh, yeah, it's not like a totally twilight of his career just yet. But yeah, I like I like that one. It's a good story, that. Um, who, do you, who do you want to mention next? Uh, I, I like Schoogle, mate. I, I think I, yeah, it, it wasn't amazing for us. He's never going to go down as a great or anything. I think you nearly had him in your cult of heroes, didn't you? I think I did have him, actually. Did you, oh, you did? Sorry, you did. Yeah, yeah. Five, didn't you? Sorry, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I always liked him. I thought he, he really put the effort in. He, he lacked stuff. He was never going to be a championship player or anything like that. But And obviously, he went on loan to Fleetwood. Uh, but that under Atkins went on loan to Fleetwood. But then he went to St. Johnson, and now he's at Carlisle United in uh, League Two. And he, he's, like again, first-teamer again, played 35 games so far this season. Uh, I've not done a. View, I might try and do a few view froms of these sort of players. Actually, it might be a good idea to see how the mm. how the fans are, are thinking of them. Uh, but I imagine that everywhere he's been, he's been well liked. Yeah, hopefully. I I certainly liked him. At United. Well, I thought he did um, well for us this season. He was only a bit part player, but he got a few goals for us this season and a few assists, and especially in the early days. Yeah, I feel like he's he's got five goals, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that in front of me. Um, Matt Doan. Uh, Perpetual Rochdale player, it turns out. I didn't realise this. <laughs> yeah. So not only not only was he on his second spell with Rochdale when we signed him, uh, when we let him go after this season, he went back to Rochdale, where he has uh, he's played like another hundred games for them, I think. So yeah, good. He's on his third spell there, and uh, yeah, says it says it's a club that he holds very close to his heart. Yeah, and, uh, and he's played a few a lot of games for him as well, like this season. You know, he's he's a first teamer again. I think he's playing wing back again, actually, or, or left back, or whatever he started off as. Good man, I like it. Always, always putting the effort in. He's had a, he's had a good solid League One. League yeah, two, and that's three. what he was. He, he put the effort in. Can't fault him when other people weren't putting the effort in or seemed to not putting the effort in. You could always rely on him to. I mean, his nickname was Runaround, weren't it? So <laughs> yeah, which is it was slightly. It was condescending when it was a bit of a backhanded compliment yeah. that one, I think. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Ebanks Landell? This is an interesting, interesting one. Go is ahead, it Shrewsbury now, isn't it? He is, yeah. Um, but the path to that is slightly interesting, I think. Um, it was obviously on loan to us from Wolves. Mm. And I, th- I think he was, if I've got this right, I think he was on loan for like a really short spell. And then we extended it for yeah, the rest of the season. Yeah, I remember people saying... Um, he, he was going to go back because he was playing that well for us at this point. I think there was genuine talk that he was going to go back to Wolves because I think Wolves were struggling that season a little bit. Um, and, and I think that they were told that he was going to go back and go straight back into their first team. He signed a contract, actually, with Wolves halfway through his mm-hmm. loan spell with us. So yes. everyone thought he was going to go back. And then he came back to us and it just, he just never... He started making mistakes and, you know, he, he, he'd, he'd had his day, if you like, in the sun, so... Yeah, he was out of the team by the yeah. latter stage of the season, wasn't he? Um, I remember the, yeah. the awards at the end, you know, when everyone came on the pitch, should I say, at the end of the Chesterfield game, all the players. Hmm. And he came on and he did his like, walk. And I, I, it seemed like a lifetime ago that he was sort of doing that walk as a celebration, if you know what I mean. I remember thinking, oh, yeah, he's not played for ages. <laughs> yeah, wow, I forgot that, yeah. It's a, it's a little celebration, yeah. He, um, I don't know if he played for Wolves... Again, no, he didn't. No, he actually. won't have. No, because he went straight to MK Dons because 
I remember a lot of our fans in the pre-season after being United fans, uh, negative that they are. He went to MK Dons and we were saying, we can't even afford him. We've, we've, <laughs> we've lost out to MK Dons, but it was quite good. While they were never interested in where he after after this loan spell. Yeah, and I suppose Wolves were starting to go in uh, the opposite direction there, weren't they? Yeah. I guess, uh, what was that, 2017 he went to... Um, yeah, they got bought out and uh, Nuno came in. Yeah, indeed. So very much surplus of requirements. He had a spell with Rochdale, and yeah, as you say, he's now uh, now with Shrewsbury in League One. Who uh, good team in League One this season? Mm. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched them a few times play Liverpool in the cup, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, so good for him. He, uh, as you as you kind of said on the last uh, last part, actually burned burned brightly for a short period of time for us. Um, and yeah, it looks like League One is is probably his level. Uh, anyone else to tick off? Uh, James Hansen's the only other one. Uh, ah, of course, yeah, yeah. It's one goal Hansen, but he did well for us in this season. He was massive impact. He was never going to play in the Championship. Where I think he actually made a sub appearance, didn't he, against Fulham? He did. Yeah, yeah. He almost scored. Yeah, um, he did. that's right. In the five four yeah. game. Yeah, he almost uh, yeah. he almost equalised, I believe, and it was sort of cleared off the line. Um, he, he was just to get us over the line. He was never, ever, ever going to be a factor was he in the, in the championship yeah and I feel like this is a bit of a derided signing but I would definitely I probably said this last time as well but we, we I would definitely defend this as you say it was a is it like a short term investment if you like of you know just yeah I'm willing to just pay a premium to just get someone who we're only going to use in very limited scenarios and if he just does a bit of a job then that's all we need, and I, I don't. I he was in the first team until Leon came back. Yeah, yeah, indeed. He, you know, he got a couple of assists as well, um, and yeah, he, he he helped us get over the line. He did what uh, you know. He wasn't advert. He didn't come as advertisers like he's going to score the goals that fire us to promotion. No, no, is he? no. It's never been a hugely prolific goal scorer through his whole career, so we always knew he was going to be like a a, a bit part player, if you like, but. Yeah, from there he uh, he did play in the championship, as you said. He went on loan to Bury in uh, in January 2018. Um, then he joined AFC Wimbledon, um, and then on to Grimsby Town in League Two. And uh, yeah, he was EFL League Two Player of the Month in uh, August 2019. Five goals and three yeah. assists. Good effort. It's weird. Um, you see him playing for Bradford on the uh, the highlights from that yeah. game yeah, at the start yeah. of the season and. It doesn't. It just doesn't look that much like a footballer, if you know what I mean. Like, it's so much... like if you look at his picture, if you, if you type his name in onto Google and then just look at the first picture that comes up, he looks like a wrestler, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, indeed, and I guess that's uh, that's kind of a, a fitting description for him as uh, you know what he did for our team, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Um, there we go, mate. That's uh, that is twenty sixteen seventeen in the books. That was uh, enjoyable to relive. Any any final thoughts from this season? Um, to, to chuck in? No, I just think it's one of those. Uh, it's sort of, I always feel this season's been overshadowed a little bit by last season uh, yeah. because the, celeb- the the achievement was so much bigger and the celebrations were, were probably bigger as well to a degree in terms of um, what it meant and, you know, it would the scale of the achievement and stuff. And realistically, I think everyone thought, not us, but outsiders thought United are obviously one day going to get out of League One. Mm. To us, it just seemed like we're going to be in there forever. But you can't, you know, we, you can't overestimate, underestimate, what's Mama saying here? You can't, <laughs> yeah, overestimate how important this season was in terms of everything that's come after it uh, because of 
the, the whole I mean, the, the connection and everything it sounds like a cliche but it was the first time for 10 years that we'd we'd got a connection with the players and the manager and stuff like that and he's carried on since and this is you know this is just like sort of gone on and on and on but this is where it all started yeah. yeah absolutely i feel we've probably not mentioned that enough actually that fact that we suddenly did have an emotional connection to mm. these players again because obviously at the end of the previous season was the uh the scunthorpe lap of shame thing and you know that that great video of the the fan going bananas, you know, that's what we think here, you know, all these empty stands yeah. and disgrace and all this. Yeah, I think it's, the start um, of all, sorry, I think the start of the season makes it even more beautiful, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because it we just we just thought, well, it's either going to carry on being terrible or it's actually going to get even worse. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to get relegated to League Two. Well, you know, while well, Wednesday march on to the playoffs again yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's you're right. It's it, it maybe does get lost a little bit, um, but I. For most of the the championship season that we got promoted, like in the running, I was like, I really hope we do it because I really want another celebration like we had in League One. Like yeah. that was awesome. I want to I want to feel that way again. I don't want to wait twenty odd years before we get another promotion. So yeah, yeah, it was um, it was a, a special time to be a blade. Unfortunately, it's still a special time yeah. to, uh, to be a blade with the the current season. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, I mean, obviously, it's tainted by the open checkbook that Chris Wilder had for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose he did. He did buy his way out of the league, I suppose, with, uh, we're, with Joe Shea on loan. It's incredible these teams, actually, that you're saying it. It sounds ridiculous now, but you like to Fleetwood, Scunthorpe, you know, Bradford, and stuff like that. I remember like these games are games that we usually would lose in League One many of the times. Yeah. Uh, Millwall, obviously, in the Championship, they're, they're, they're a decent side and stuff. But your South Ends and your Oxford, they seem, I'm not being big-headed or because, you know, it could easily change and it probably will knowing United. But it seems a world away that those teams were seen as our, like, genuine rivals. You know, the, the, the gap has just grown so big. And to, to, I don't know, I thought this season exercised a lot of demons. Like I mentioned, we MK Dons, bad memories of that. We sort of exercised that demons. You know, Scunthorpe, they'd beat us a lot Swindon. of times. We didn't beat them this season, but we obviously pipped them to promotion and stuff. And, you know, there's just loads of things that it was like a, I don't know, like a bit of a movie of all the things that have gone against you and you finally, you know, end up winning in the end. Yeah, yeah, purging a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of bad feelings yeah. over the course of the season. I think, yeah, in, in, I suppose in retrospect, it's almost better because of the bad start. Uh, if we yeah. just... If we just absolutely smashed every single game, obviously it would have been incredible and I would have absolutely loved it. But yeah, just that feeling of like the way it built through the season and, and the way we clearly got better as the season went on as well. I just you know, think as kind of... We were so clearly so much better than you needed to be to be in League One. And I don't yeah. think you're being big at by saying that. You know, you'll not see a League One team that good for many, many years. Yeah, I think so. Um, do you want to just uh, just to finish? Pick your, I guess, your favourite moment of the season or your favourite game, something like that. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh, I think my one favorite... you uh, one you personally were in attendance for. Uh, yeah, my favourite moment of the season. That, that is an interesting one. That to be fair, uh, I love Billy getting his thirtieth goal. To be honest, maybe not the favourite moment in terms of the most mad that I went, but I just think that sort of. Everything that could have gone right that season went right, and that sort of was the the clincher, if you know what I mean. Mm. Him getting his thirtieth goal, we were on the course to get hundred points. Everything, Sheffield captain, and all this sort of stuff. And I just think you know that that sort of that he, that goal sort of perfectly encapsulated how good that season were and how everything went for us. What about yourself? I go with Peterborough away. I think just uh, as a yeah. special one to be at. Um... Yeah, just the the celebrations were were mad, and 
yeah, just that feeling as I, I remember yeah, distinctly saying to my dad as I left the ground, like, we're going up this season. There's, there's no way we're not going yeah. up. We're better than most of these other teams. So, yeah, I'll go with that one. That's that's one I'd love to... I'd love to go back and relive that, yeah, if you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. As in, like, actually go through that game again because, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Crazy, uh, crazy scenes. I think, uh, it's a weird yeah. one. It were an amazing season, this, but in the way, in the because we were so much better, there wasn't sort of one moment like they like Basham at Leeds mm, uh, yeah. or anything like that. Because we were just so much better, there were there were no nerves really, were they? Like for for the majority of the second half of the season, since from that yes, so that Fleetwood game onwards, basically. Yeah, from fe- yeah from February onwards, yeah, for sure. Like, I think yeah, once we got through. Yeah, once we got through that Scunthorpe game, or even when we were playing Scunthorpe, to be honest, even though we didn't win that game, the home game, it's like, oh, come on, this is the third best team. Flipping heck. Yeah. Like, we're absolutely wiping the floor with these. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. It was, uh, And then a glorious march to uh, to promotion at the end of it. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Right, mate, uh, let's wrap up there. Anything Anything you want to plug? I'll promote? put a post up yesterday. Uh, of my... I, I was doing uh, a clear-out of my wardrobes and I found a, a scrapbook where I had... As a it must have been what seven year old or something like that, just a United stuff. So I posted that on my on my website. Um, yes. It's quite yeah, bit of a nostalgia trip, really. I've not seen that. I'll go and have a look at that after we finish. Yeah, check it, it out. It's great. Check it out. It's uh, yeah, and it's that... all right. It's just like just like newspaper cuttings and stuff that I collected as a kid. Uh, very uh, sort of haphazard like. I'm 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 <laughs> awful now. At, I've got my hand to eye coordination is appalling, but my god, some of the cuttings are awful. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and that is at uh, roysviewfrom.com. That's correct, of course, yeah. Or uh, at Panchero on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Um, good stuff, mate. Let's uh, let's wrap up there. That was, as always, enjoyable to uh, to relive and yeah. watch back loads of uh, loads of goals. I'll probably go watch some even more videos from this yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, get, uh, get our nostalgia trip, Ian, even more. <laughs> right, let us finish there. Thank you very much for your time, as always. Thank you and, very uh, much, I'll, mate. Cheers. Uh, we'll speak to you later. Thanks a lot.